another Unleash Your Sexy podcast, and the crowd goes wild. <sighs> Today's topic is, what are a woman's top three needs from her man? <gasps> okay, men, Today's special guest and host is my best friend, world-renowned makeup artist to Hollywood's biggest stars, Tanya Maria. Hola. Ah! Hi. She's so cute. I was, I'm so excited to have Tanya. Thank you for one, having me. One of my favorite people ever in the world. Dun, da, da, da. Where am I looking? This camera, that camera, this camera? So that's what we're trying to figure What's out. Mine? Oh, okay. Yeah, so whenever you're talking, she's automatically going to click on you. Oh, cool. And then when we're both talking or laughing, she'll go to the wide shot. And then when I start talking, she's going to be on me. Oh, that's yours? That's and yours. That's us. Yes. Cute. Get it? So <laughs> usually, which I don't, we got to figure out because before it would actually, like the camera light would go on. So you knew which one was going on. So we got to figure that out. There should be like a setting. Do you want to look for the setting? There was okay. Um, okay, so we're gonna take the traditional tequila shot before we start. Okay, let's do it. So uh, Tanya and I had taken a, a trip to Greece. How long were we out there? Nine, ten days? Do you remember exactly nine days? It was a long time. It was a long time. <laughs> but you know what's crazy? In Greece, the energy is so amazing. Different. We literally drank tequila for nine days straight. Straight? Straight. Straight. <laughs> Didn't have any hangovers. Never. Not once. We There was like no drama, nothing. It was just like Greece. It like You could just drink forever. I wonder yeah. if they drink out there forever. I know. I think those two. I, don't I know. think so We too. think we should move there and try I it I know. Let's go. I'm all, and when's our trip this year? <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Here's to an amazing show, you guys. And men, here is to you learning the top three things that women need from you. So make sure you guys go grab your beer. Go grab your... Note pen. <laughs> <laughs> Just do something and listen to what we're about to put you on game on because um, y'all need some game big time. And women, tune in and ask some questions. They'll be telling us some of your questions. Oh, yeah, live. ladies. Yeah, we would really love, answers, yeah. we would love to have more engagement from you ladies if you want to talk to us and tell us what you want your man to give you more of or what you think you know they need to hear out here. Please let us know. Men, you're also welcome to go ahead and tune in and ask your questions as well because honestly, we really want to help you guys out so that we can help everyone in the world have an amazing, beautiful, successful, winning-ass motherfucking relationship. Amen. Bam. Cheers. Boom. So, Tanya Maria put us on game. Wow. Is... um. Next time I'm gonna have like a little glass tray. A little glass tray with ice and some slices of oranges on it. Okay, yes. so we need to like make a note of that. Team member. Totally. Jasmine, because in Jasmine Greece we learn 
Right, Jasmine? Jasmine was on that trip with us, and she made it the most fun. And she (laughs) also learned, right, that orange slices are like, why would we ever want lime slices with our shots after orange, something sweet and like cold? Right? It only Um, made perfect sense. I'm all, oh, yamas. Yamas. Okay, Tanya Maria, see, the question is, what to you, because I have my own opinion, what to you as a woman are your top three things that you need from a man? Okay. <laughs> Let's go with number one. And put them in order of importance if you can. If not, I mean, we'll just go according to whatever comes to you naturally. Okay. So for me, the top three things that I think I need from a man... By the way, I have a boyfriend. <laughs> oh, oh. But this has nothing to do with my relationship. This has all to do with just generically asking. Must be nice to be in love. <laughs> so nice. So if you guys know her Instagram name is Tanya Maria Glow. Hi. Is it on? Yeah, it's on. Oh, it's on the whole time? Oh, okay. And that's funny because she's glowing. That's so funny. Okay, so the top three things that I think women should need or want, or what I need or wanted, or is that yeah, wait, wait, current? What, no, let's do what you need. Okay. Because I feel like every woman has different needs. Okay. So if we could put give guys a different idea, like every woman's different, so... Honestly, a man should ask a woman, what are the top three things that are most important to you? So that then from there, that they can understand their woman. Such a loaded question, because I feel like they can go different directions. But one of the things is romance. It can't just die. It can't just be a three month of, oh, three months of that probation period where you do everything right. You open her door and you get her flowers. I think that you should practice that and it should be a lifestyle decision and how to treat your woman. That's number one. No, okay, so now we're gonna elaborate. Let me go into my point of view. I'm glad you even brought that up, which is interesting, because I don't even think it really was in my top three. <laughs> but, but you know what, that is very important, because mm-hmm. we've been discussing, I've discussed it quite often all over my social media, that chemistry is everything, and that fairy tales exist. They do. And honestly, 90% of the people respond and they say, fairy tales don't exist. No one has a perfect love life. No one still lusts. Nobody still desires their partner or has sex every day. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> you in the wrong relationship. And they're probably not putting in any effort to make that happen. No, yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. I, and I always mean this. And this is, I feel, at the beginning of a relationship, this is, this is I feel, people's issues. A lot of people cannot be alone, so they go, they're so codependent, they'll go from relationship to relationship to relationship because they have such a fear of being alone, and it's not based off of chemistry, it's not based off of desire, it's not based off of, oh my God, I cannot breathe and live without this person like through my blood just like vibrating. People are like, um, I just want a relationship. Oh, let me just grab that random person and hang out with them because I don't want to be alone. Mm-hmm. You know? And then like six months, a year later comes later and they're like, I don't understand why. Like, no, like that shit don't exist because you didn't give it enough time. 
Right. Used you didn't to give settling. Your, yeah, you didn't give yourself enough time right. to even find someone that was magnetic, that was charismatic, right. where there was this fire burning. And I always say that because I've been, now people are like, it doesn't exist. I'm like, honestly, I've had three long-term relationships and all of them were this like crazy animalistic lust till the day we broke up. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about like an eight-year relationship, five-year, 12-year, like, so nobody can tell me ever it does not exist. Yeah, what it is, is nobody's ever waited long enough mm-hmm. for it to come. It's true. So I love the fact that you just said for you, that's the number one thing, because I think you're in the top 5% of people that actually have experienced that. Yeah, absolutely. So speak more about that. Like what, what, speak more about that so we can explain to men and women on like literally like fairy tales exist. I hate when people are like, oh, well, everything's going to die out in a few years. It only dies out if you let it die out, I think. And my experience with relationships is it takes two to create that chemistry, to create that bond, and to create the effort. And it's the capital E for effort. E for effort. (laughs) So we needed like a little E going E, E, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. And um, romance doesn't have to be buying gifts all the time. It's not realistic. It's mm-hmm. walking next to your girl. It's holding her hand while you're walking next to her. It's respecting her when she has all these groceries in her hands, helping her carry them, open the door for her, like telling her how much you appreciate her. That's all romantic. Like right. the speaking that love language helps that woman feel so special because men are not the type to open up usually. But if you consciously make the effort to do so, how much you appreciate her, how much you love her, right. how much you're thankful for her, then that's romance. That's another form of romance. I love this. I love this. So I have a YouTube video out, and it is um, How to Seduce Your Woman. And in this video, I literally walk men through, like from the morning of how to walk out of the room and leave her in the bedroom. You know, like during the day, like how to send her a sexy text, you know, how to make her feel sexy, how to love her, like how to send her some flowers. And it could be even like a little handwritten note on his side of the bed that's just like, have a great day, babe. Like it's the little things that in this video, so if anybody's watching, men, women, ladies, uh, you can feel free to forward this over to your man or men feel free to forward this over to your dad, your brother, your best friend, or anyone who has relationship problems. Yeah. We, I, I, I get really specific about the things that you can possibly do, which is all about romance mm-hmm. and igniting that fire back into the relationship. Cause the truth is, is when you treat her the way you treated her at the beginning, there will never be an end. That's absolutely the truth. Yeah. And crowd goes wild. Crowd Go. goes wild. <laughs> we have a little plug-in, and the plug-in goes in right there. Okay, so that's number one for you. I yes. love that in every way. Um, I'm trying to think if I should talk about my number one. Okay, so let's say my number one. Huh? Next question? Okay. Um, what do you feel you need those? Why? Oh, okay. Okay, so uh, number two. For you, for you, the second most important thing. For you in a relationship with a man that makes you feel like loved. The flowers. most important thing. Flowers. Flowers are such an effort. We could sit, we could sit here and say, 
that a girl wants jewelry or designer purses or shoes, gifts. But I feel like that's something that's so easy and accessible to get. Flowers are personal. Flowers take effort. Getting it delivered the right way, writing a note in that card is is actual effort. Okay. I think we can put that in number one, romance. Okay. Okay. So rom- I think so. Let's add that to romance. Okay. Which which I'm trying to keep this short because we only have 45 minutes. Okay. But I have a YouTube video that I talk about all this. Oh, okay. Flowers, sending her like a little massage therapist, go hiring a, uh, a babysitter. Like I, I, I go into the whole thing of a seduction of how to seduce your woman back. Because into relationship that has lost it all. So okay. let's go back. That is into romance. Okay. Mm-hmm. So romance is number one. So after romance, right? Okay. A question. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, fucking ask her out. <laughs> um, That's as simple as it. Write her a note. If you're shy about asking her in person, write her a note. <gasps> okay. Okay. How do women usually take to a man who likes to be dominated in the bedroom? Wow. Uh, what's your name? What's your phone number? <laughs> What's your social media? Because we're having a date this week. <laughs> oh man. Um. Um, okay. Um, I think. Uh, I mean, you want to address that? Or should I answer it? I'll answer it. You can answer it. Okay. How? Say it again. How do women usually take to a man who likes to be dominated in the bedroom? Okay. Oh, in the bedroom. Shit, shit. Definitely give him my phone number. Okay. <laughs> She's lying. <laughs> okay, so the question is, YouTube, somebody on YouTube just asked, is how, um, as a dominant man, you know, does, can a woman... No, how does a woman... Oh, how does a woman take... Okay, so I honestly, we've had this conversation, and if you watch my YouTube videos, everyone, go watch my YouTube videos. We address this is we have alpha males and then we have beta males. Okay, now I'm an alpha female. So in order for me to be with a man, I need someone to out alpha me. And unfortunately, there's not a <laughs> there's not a lot of men that can. <laughs> so when it comes to women, you have a if you're dealing with a very alpha female. There's, there's this mistaken mask that women who have been really, really hurt in their life, they try to act like they're tough because they're afraid of being hurt. So you're going to be dealing with um, like a fake alpha female who's pretending because she has so many walls up, she don't want to be hurt. And then you're going to deal with the real alpha female who's going to know when she should be submissive. When she should be beta because she wants you to dominate. A woman who has trauma in her history or in her life is never going to want to be submissive or is never going to want to be passive because she's afraid of letting go. So you're going to have to kind of distinguish your girl or your woman or who you're dating and find out what their past is, what they've been through. And from there, you're going to have, you're going to learn Okay, 
my girl's boss, but she's very harsh. She's very rough around the edges, which means there's a lot of trauma in her life. And you're going to have to approach her in a a different way where you have to gain her trust first. Because honestly, at the end of the day, I don't care how tough of a woman you are, how much trauma you've been through, you love someone so hard, so dedicated, so loyal, she will become authentically her because she feels safe. When a woman is safe, oh, there we go. When a woman is safe, she will allow you to dominate her. Again, let's repeat that. For all those who didn't hear, ready? When a woman feels safe, she will allow you to dominate her. If she is not safe, Shit, you better run because you're about to get an AK-47 in your freaking car windows. <laughs> For real. That was a good answer, right? <laughs> Next, is there any more questions? So far not. Okay. So go back. So number two for you. Um, the second thing that is most important to you? Loyalty. Ooh. Oh, shit. What would even be a sound effect for that? Ooh. Like that? I don't know. <laughs> oh, like this, like this. Dun, da, da, dun. <laughs> it's kind of scary for men, like, what? I got to be loyal? Yeah. I mean, we all understand that men are men right. and they're animalistic Ooh. more than women. They see sex as just sex and they see love as mm-hmm. actual love. So there's a difference, right? Mm-hmm. Like, but loyalty comes with honesty. And okay. if you're honest with your woman and say, hey, I. I fucked up, but it was just sex. It wasn't like I was texting her and having an emotional bond. Sometimes it's looked over, but if you don't say anything and you get caught, then there's, everything gets broken. The trust becomes broken all over again. Okay, so, so what is loyalty to you then? Being honest about every single thing. Okay, so what does that look like to you in a relationship right Transparency. now? Transparency. It looks like, communicating exactly what's going on through Mm. your mind, what you're experiencing, what you're lacking, what you're needing, what you're wanting. Ooh. That's that's loyalty because when you're loyal, you break that word down and it just becomes honesty and transparency and that's it. It's just being clear who I am, what I'm feeling. Because day to day you change. Right. You feel neglected or you might feel lonely or you might feel intrigued or you might feel, right, like Mm -hmm. tempted or whatever it is. It's just being clear and honest. Mm. I like that. You made a really good point there. Yeah, it has nothing to do with being faithful. I think it has to do with just being you right. and being really clear. <laughs> okay, so I, I'm going to ask you, I think, a little from a man's point of view, a few right. questions, okay, in regards mm-hmm. to that. Is now, let's just say a man, because most of my viewers are men, a man who is dealing with a woman who's very insecure and is like super drama and super psycho and he doesn't feel safe enough Uh to be him or safe enough to express maybe those urges for somebody else. Like what advice would you personally just give? First of all, let's say to the woman and then to the man. Okay, so for the woman. To the insecure woman? To the insecure woman who maybe her man's trying to be loyal, and maybe he's trying to share his, like, hey, babe, like, 
you know, I'm kind of missing this person or, hey, like, I'm not in the mood tonight because maybe he's going through something with somebody from his past or, or maybe he has lust for like a coworker. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure, I'm just trying to think of different scenarios. Like how can he feel safe to share it with somebody who's psycho? He can't. Okay, good. Oh, oh, but um, um. <laughs> so he cannot. So from a woman, <laughs> so from a woman's point of view, then how can she ask someone to be loyal or faithful when she can't even give him a safe place to be him? She's acting. She's asking for the impossible. Because women ask for things sometimes and they're not ready to receive the true answers for. Oh, shit. I got chills. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. I had to learn the hard way. And that's why now in my relationship and just me as a person, yeah. when I ask for something, I mean I want the truth and I can handle what I'm asking for. Right. So if she's that insecure girl that's asking her man to be loyal, remember, loyal means, in my opinion, transparency and clarity. How are you asking of this when you're a psycho and you're insecure and you can't handle his truth? Oh, sh- shit. <laughs> Is there another bum, 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 bum? <laughs> I'm not thinking. I'm like, wow. Okay. Right? Right. What are you saying? So how can we support a woman mm-hmm. to offer a safe space to a man to be him? She needs to get herself right first. She has to build that confidence, that barrier of trust within herself in order to ask a, such a thing from him. Okay, I like this. I love that. I love that. I completely agree with this. Now, there's another big thing I'm a big um, supporter of is I feel like there's that moment, right, which is that's worth supporting in this conversation but I kind of want to just touch real quick on also women being walked all over and their boundaries being taken of advantage of. Because I also feel like it's either A, a woman's like, no, like I remember very abrupt, very hard, very like, no, like I'm not going to be hurt again. And then there's like the girl that's just like, okay, walk all over me, do whatever you want, whenever the doormat. you say. Yes. Or like, hey, I miss a dog. I'm going to sit in the backyard. T, throw me one dog bone. And then girl, in a few bye. weeks, I'm going to get another dog bone. And to the next girl, that's like, another dog bone. Like, that's enough for me. And that's it. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. Okay, so, I mean, that's our conversations because obviously we're strong, we're powerful, right. we're alpha, and we're like, we're fucking mom. Mm-hmm. So let's just say to people who haven't come from that kind of self-confidence, and maybe there is a man that's walked all over them and just treated them in a certain type of way that how does she distinguish between repeatedness, repeated behavior, and change? There we go. That's a good one. Repeated behavior and change where it allows her to feel safe, to be submissive. That has to come from her. It has nothing to do with the man that she's dating or wanting to date or trying to attract. It has to come from a place of confidence, security within herself, and self-worth, period. Mm. If you don't have any of those three, you're not going to attract and know how to deal with what you just said. Giving a guy a safety net to come to you with his truth. 
Yeah. <laughs> Women really do run the show. It's nope. what we allow. Oh, of course. Exactly. Definitely. Definitely. I love this. It's, this conversation went completely not where I thought it was. But I always know, like, if you know me, and I always speak about the universe and messages. And yes. I just honestly know, like, this conversation went completely in a direction I didn't expect it to go. Same. And, it, and it's honestly things that it, I haven't yet done videos on. Hmm. So I'm going to take notes on this, and I'm going to do some YouTube videos to go a little deeper into these conversations, because this, this is a very deep conversation that women need to have with themselves, and men need to have with themselves. I think women have to understand that we run the show. We run what we allow. We accept what we mm -hmm. create. So if you have a guy on the first date or second date, and you're just coming over to hang out with him at his house... And by the third date, after you've already done the dirty with him, you want him to take you out on a dinner date and be respectable, he's not going to because you already showed <laughs> your ass. <laughs> you didn't teach the dog how to treat you. Sit, boy. Sit. That's it. When I say lay out, roll over, roll over. When I say play dead, play dead. But when I say to jump, jump. <laughs> that comes with fear. Like the exactly. lack of fear that you have to have. Not being scared of what the possibility might happen. He might say, I'm not taking you on a date. I'm not doing this. Or, and you can be like, okay, cool. And walk away and be okay with it. And not right. feel like oh, I lost a chance at being with this guy that could have been the one. No, move on. There's a thousand million billion people on this earth. I don't care what your age is. I don't care. Keep on going. I love this. Which I love brings that. brings me to number three. <laughs> Wait, 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 I'm going to like PS dot, PS dot coms hashtag number two. Yeah. I'm going to go into this real quick because I feel, I'm, I'm always talking about um, uh, alpha, beta, yin, yang, uh, passive, and then dominant. And women, I have a huge thing. And men, it, it just, you can't repeat the same patterns over and over again and expect a woman to trust you. It's just not going to happen. There has to be a changed behavior for a woman to also feel safe. So we just spoke on the women advice. So here's my advice to the men. If you want your woman to feel safe, you are in charge of your actions, your behavior, your dictations, Everything you create from the moment that you decide, I want a different future with somebody, mm -hmm. or I want to create a different relationship, this relationship, or I want to, or maybe I fucked up, maybe I fucked up, but during the fuck up, I realized this is the love of my life. She's everything I ever wanted, so I'm going to do everything in my power to gain back that trust. It's really easy with a woman when you are constant in a behavior that is healthy, emotional, and supportive spiritually and emotionally to a woman. A man's like, that was, a guy was like, that was way too much for my brain. When you are emotionally supportive, loving, and caring to a woman, mm -hmm. she will start to feel safe, which will create a place for her to feel safe for you to express who you are. So... To me, women, A, have a fucking boundary. I'm going to only accept one, two, or three. And men know, like, within this, this whole loyalty thing, if you fucked up, you better be kissing ass for a long motherfucking time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because I also 
kind of feel sometimes, and this is just my personal experience, sometimes we lose people. And it's not till we lose someone that maybe we realize how much they meant to us. It's true. And I, I'm guilty of that personally. So I can, I'm going to vouch for the man side and the woman side is I feel everybody's tell Jazzy, my daughter, is I feel everyone gets one chance. It's one true. chance because I've been there where I was like, shit, like I pushed someone too far away or I did this and I did that. And for me, I, I'm the opposite. Like I have so many walls up. I'm always pushing away and I'm always like fighting. Like don't get too close. And the people like super codependent. I'm like the complete opposite. Like no, I push. So sometimes I push people too far away and I'm like, oh, come back. Sorry, I was just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm all like running back. Hello. <laughs> And they're like, fuck you, I don't want to talk to you again, you hurt me. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, men have feelings. Oh, God, you're here. Shot to that. Men have feelings. You know what, shit, hold on, shot to that, shot to that. Men have feelings. Let me tell you, I have two brothers, I have a dad, and I feel like. You have the most amazing dad. I really do, he's my hero. And I feel like. I almost want to cry. Picking up my dad and all he's done, I know. Her dad is the most amazing dad in the world. Like, no daddy issues. No, not at all. Far from it. Far from. Maybe that's why we're friends, because I have daddy issues. And I'm not. So then we balance each other out. Yeah. There you go. Cheers. Here's to, here's to uh, loyalty. Here's to letting down our guards. And mm-hmm. here's to loving again. It's Yay. true. So number three, go by on. the way, have three things that make me think that I need. What's what the question again? Um, the top three needs that you need for your man. Like these things, if you don't have them, you would leave him. Like that, that's like, like it's that urgency. It's the urgency. You, I have to have these three things. Um, three. Wait, can I just put a little commercial in? I love you. I love you and too. And I miss you. I love you too. I miss you more. Okay. Go back. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. On my favorites list, you're on my favorites list on my phone. I hope so. Yeah. Because you're the only, you and one other friend of my only people that I ever FaceTime. <gasps> I feel so special. And Thank you know you. I don't FaceTime nobody. You don't talk to anyone <laughs> on the phone either. Or talk to anybody on the phone. You're, right. you're like, uh, my assistant will call you back in the next. <laughs> um, okay, top three. Number three. Can I add the PG? Let me think. <laughs> this is hard. You don't have to be because um, YouTube has me restricted for 18 and over. Oh, okay. So you could discuss sex, yeah. If, I don't know, if or anything, yeah. They already have me, like, muted, so. <laughs> Not muted, but. Okay, let me think. If it wasn't, if sex wasn't a part of the top three, wait, right? Wait, like, wait, like, let's but just if, say... that, if that is for you. Because honestly, for me, that's one of my top three. Yeah, like I just feel like. Um, so you tell me what your top un- three are. Okay, so sex is an understanding between two people. Right. Sex is to me is not. Are we just... in a white shot or shirt sh- or her? Okay. Okay. So I'll just talk to you anyways. <laughs> so sex to me is important because I feel like it's a chemistry connection. It's listening to your partner and what they need and what they want and bonding. It's not a selfish act. I don't know what to talk to. Okay. <laughs> okay, so yeah, so it's not a selfish act. I feel like if it's just um, sex with someone that you're 
just getting to know, then that's what it is. There's no attachment to that. I feel like if it's if it's love and it's if it's love making, then it's important to understand each other, to know what we want out of each, out of what's going on, and to make sure that we're both good on both ends. I think it's important. I think it's love. I don't know. Love, um, love exists during sex, you know? Okay. Sorry, guys. Go, go on me real quick. Okay, guys, I took a quick pee-pee break <laughs> while she was speaking, so let me, like, I want to hear what you just said again. Go ahead. Okay. So I said that White sex shots. is, I said that sex is an act between two souls that love each other, and it's understanding about what we both need out of this act. It's not about one person's needs and me meeting that and the other person's just like, okay, well, that's it. We're good. No, it's, a, it's, it's an understanding between two yes. souls and what we, like, expect out of each other and, like, the signs of communication through an act of love that bring us the closest we can ever be. It's and, trust. It's everything. And, and how do you feel when you are in that moment of active communication with somebody that you are, we'll go back to number one, which you said chemistry. Yeah, and romance, and I said romance. Romance, right, romance. Romance, chemistry, animalistic, like somebody just loving you. And then second was loyalty. Yeah. So now it's about bringing it all back into making love, which right. is what I'm, I'm, I'm taking from that, right? Mm -hmm. So give me five words that would express exactly how you feel when you're making love to someone you're in love with. Because I feel, remember we talked about 90% of people say it doesn't exist. Oh, right. 90% of people settle. They just like hang out. So give me five words. I'm, oh, honestly, this is perfectly aligned because most people are like, oh, I never really felt that. And it makes me really sad. It so does. give me five words right now. One, two, three, four, five. How you would describe that feeling when your eyes are closed and you are honestly making love. I want to cry. To the person you're with. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Tears? <laughs> oh, 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 let's go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. One, question number one. Have you cried before making love? No, but I've wanted to. But no. Wait, you never cried? Crying is hard for me to do in, in, in person with anyone. I can okay. cry on the phone with you, but crying in, in person, like face it, that's difficult for me. I'm struggling with that still. Okay. I would love to be as vulnerable as the next person, but I'm not. Okay. I'm trying. Okay, I love I that. I want to. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so just. I laugh instead. Okay. I, I want to cry. I'm like. <laughs> so, wait. So, I, do I have permission to go with you a little deeper? Sure. <laughs> She's like, uh, not too deep. Is there, <laughs> is there a pee break? <laughs> okay, so my experience, remember we are talking about earlier about the alpha females mm -hmm. that are a little too alpha? Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's obvious, and obviously I've gone through a lot of traumatic experiences as a child with men. Same. And I've grown up and learned different ways to be. Same. And... <laughs> Same. Um, I, I can honestly say, like, I've yeah. literally made love. Like, made love that literally, like, the time we were both climaxing, like, I cried like a baby because it was my first time or 
a rare moment that I've actually let all my walls down and let someone in, not just physically, but spiritually yeah, and emotionally. So I get when you just said you wanted to cry, but you were like, whoa, nope. <laughs> whoa, <laughs> just came down. Mm -hmm. But I just know you, you're the most passionate, loving person that I know. But there was, but there, I feel like there was a moment of a wall that you still have to. I'm working on because it. Because honestly, like, I feel like there should be a place where you're so safe with someone that you can look them in the eyes and there should be tears of love. Right. Tears of ecstasy and love coming out of your face. And he just kisses them. <gasps> Maybe I should be a lesbian. <laughs> I'm thinking about when I was my ex-girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, like. <laughs> Sorry, mom and dad. Oh, our candle just blew out. No, it's not. It's still lit, but it's it was going <gasps> out. That what is that a sign so, of? I don't know. We're gonna have to look that up. So, do all my um, ex-girlfriends, spiritual ladies out there? We just literally had our candles smoke out of nowhere. <laughs> it's kind of interesting. If you're Mexican, we're into this kind of shit. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Latin in general, Latin yes. girls in general. Yeah, we're like, okay, the whole brujería. Yeah, there's a wall. I mean, there's always, an, we all right. have our, our, like I said, with loyalty but comes honesty. So. I love the fact that you even said you've wanted to cry because honestly, I fought everyone, back my tears. I was like, no. <laughs> everyone I've ever talked to thinks I'm crazy. No. They're like, Fairy tales don't exist. Love don't exist. And honestly, like, I've literally had guys be so nice to me, so loving and passionate in bed, where I've literally had tears coming down my eyes. Because it's been so long that anyone ever treated me in such a fucking magical, Which is sad, because I feel like moment. you're so beautiful, and you should get treated the way you wanted at every single moment, every encounter. But we feel that about everybody in our life. But... There's not many men that know how to create that. They need to watch The Notebook or some shit. <laughs> and that's my favorite movie. Hey, there Notebook, it is. plug. Yeah. <laughs> notebook. They need we to watch need, that. We need a little cut in the money for this movie. That's what they um, Love and I basketball. Love that because um, what, what I've obviously learned because, I mean, you know, I had an ex-drug problem and... Uh, I had to go through a whole 12-step program, which had to do with everything about discarding every mask we've ever worn our whole life and being authentic. Mm -hmm. And after that, and being... I said my ex-girlfriend was the first time that I ever cried during an orgasm. And it wasn't a cry of, like, sadness. It was a cry of, I let Connection. this person... Like, I let her, like, literally, like like melt into my heart and soul and like she touched this area of my heart that honestly I didn't even think was blocked and I literally was like wow mm -hmm. and I cried because I never felt so loved That's and since beautiful. then I've had more experiences of course with other people Question. oh go are all Latin women open-minded in bathroom experience no <laughs> the fuck <laughs> I mean, I'm Puerto Rican, by the way. Wait, Shout out to the. Jasmine, are we doing close-ups? Come on. Yeah. What are we on right now? She's stretching. Um, we're trying to get out. Um, come on. What the heck, Jasmine? 
Jasmine's We're like not. laughing, like going to out an yeah. out shot for that moment. Jasmine, get your shit together, okay? <laughs> Just because she's busy being hot doesn't mean she can't get she's her shit together. Like, like not even paying attention to my show. I don't know if you want to give it to her. Maybe I think she's paying attention to us. <laughs> she's paying attention. Just press the button whenever you think like out shot. We're laughing, and then her and her. And her, and her, and her. <laughs> Um, what was the question? Yeah. I just forgot. No. (laughs) She's Mexican. I'm Puerto Rican. I have friends that are of different nationalities of Latin races because there's a whole variety, by the way. Let's not be ignorant. (laughs) There's Venezuelan, Colombian. I feel like Puerto Ricans and Cubans are way more feisty. Yeah. Like way more feisty. And I feel like Mexicans are more like, I'm just going to shoot you. And we're going to stab you. I want to watch you die slow. <laughs> Just kidding. Slowly. <laughs> no, but we're known for shanking, and you guys are known for shooting. Um, no, I don't know. Wait, not. wait. Hold on. I think you can't generalize wait, wait, the nationality. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. On that. Hold on. To my audience out here, the four people in the room, has anyone ever shanked a guy? Shanked or shaved? No, shanked. Like, literally shanked? Yeah. We're just talking about people's tempers. Go go closer to me. (laughs) I can't say a story. It's not my story to tell. But I just think, okay, so we're just going to go into the fact of um, um, men and men and women. But I mean, I mean, I can also go there too. Like, no lie. So no lie, I'm Mexican, and uh, my I'm one fourth Apache Indian. So like, what? I'm one fourth not Mexican, and Apache Indians. I think they're more into stabbing people, right? Aren't Indians? Or bow and arrows, like bow and arrows and like knives? Because I don't even think they had guns back in the day. So it's a part of my heritage, but I think. But um, and I don't in my early twenties of my marriage, like. You know, we had some dramatic moments. <laughs> Might want to incriminate myself, but. <laughs> um, I don't know, it's interesting. I always think, too, like, it's interesting because I feel like, it's, and not in a way to be racist, but it's really interesting. I feel like as a Latina or a Native American, like, we go straight into, like, I'm going to burn you, I'm going to cut you, <laughs> like, I'm going to stab you or shoot you. And then we have, like, white people that are like, hey, I'm going to, like, take me and the kids and we're going to jump off of the bridge, right, and then drown ourselves. <laughs> right? I feel like every nationality is a little different, like, how they handle things. And then I don't think maybe Asians are like, you had one too many kids, we're going to kill everybody. Like, it, right, it's like every nationality feels, like, so different, like, how they handle it's, I think it's actually it's statistical facts that whatever country you were brought up in, the city you were brought up in, the bureau, west side, north side, south side, east side, you know, your family you're brought up in, the religion will all teach you how you relate to a situation. Because I could, you could have me over here in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. right? And I could I could be from like Beverly Hills, raised and have a situation happen. I'd be like, oh my god, I'm gonna call the cops, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna have you arrested. Boom, and 
And then A, you know, you could have me over in like East LA, right? And you handle something. I'm like, oh no, we're going to pull up on you, bro. Like you got me fucked up. So every situation is so different. Okay. So let's go back to the subject. Um, so the top three needs from your man. Mm-hmm. So number one was romance. Mm-hmm. Number two was loyalty. Mm-hmm. Three is sexual, like deep connection. It's oh, not about just making love, making yeah. love, making love. Yeah. Like truly <gasps> understanding each other. Making love. And what we both need out of something. <laughs> so making love. I, I, I love that word period because I've done it. And I feel some people haven't done it. How do you know when you're making love to somebody? When you're holding hands. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but when you're, when you're literally just. It's like a soul-to-soul connection where it's not just the act of sex. It becomes deeper than that. It becomes an actual chemistry of passion and romance and just taking your time and, like, communicating without words. That's the biggest deal to me. Communication without saying anything. Looking at each other and just, you just know. Just know. Mm. Just know what's going on. You get each other, and you just want to make sure that both parties are in it for this for different reasons, and they're getting what they want out of what they came in for. Right. Not just one side. You know. I love right? this. No? Okay, so time's up. Yes or no? Yeah. Okay, so time's up. And Thank you. we've just touched the surface of where we're about to go. Mm-hmm. We're about to go into the top three needs of a woman sexually. Ah! Okay, that conversation is going to be taken over to my private Patreon, which you can join right now. The link is right here. I'm not sure how it looks on the there. screen. There. <laughs> it's right there. <laughs> and we're going to take this into our after hours where we're going to finish our tequila shots and our drinks. Cheers. And we're going to get really into the nitty gritty of everything you have to absolutely hear. So join my Patreon for our after hours. And let's thank Tanya Maria. Can you please plug in your social media? Sure. Tanya Maria Glow. It's T A N. IA, Maria, and then Glow. But it's a makeup page, so follow <laughs> No, follow so, her for questions. So so Tanya Maria has been a long-term makeup artist no. and she has catered to every big name Hollywood person. She's being so humble. <laughs> let's let's just go. So uh, we we are soon gonna be offering a workshop. Oh, yeah. That's gonna be allowing you um, men. You can hire. You not hire. You can. You can uh, bring your woman. your woman. Gift yeah. your woman a gift to our seminar, where we're gonna be doing an unleash your sexy makeover. Mm-hmm. She'll be doing the makeup. We have yeah, Valerie Vanessa, yes. who will be doing the hair, yes. and I'm gonna be here teaching women how to be sexier in bed for you guys. So stay tuned. We have a huge seminar that's about to be popping. It's about to, for 2020, Valentine's Day. Get your girl ready for 
sexiness. Woo. Ah.